Welcome back to another episode, another another Sunday afternoon. This is episode 19, Young and Ambitious. Young and Ambitious, I said it and I'm putting it out there. We are going on this road and this path. I know last week's episode, I went a little different path about, you know, the Netflix series, um, When They See Us. That was a very emotional topic to talk about, and it, it needed to be, you know, forced that we all need to understand the reasons behind that movement and why that show is important right now. And they're getting a lot of publicity about this show that they never got on years before. So I think it's important that we shine light onto that onto that subject, which I did in my last episode, episode eighteen. Will they ever see us? But episode nineteen, we're gonna get back to our regular regular schedule programming with the whole positive reinforcement i love to bring you guys and i love to you people who have these ideas and have different opinions and willing to explore these ideas with me and have a sit down a conversation with me to give you know a part of their life and what they're going through and you know what they're hungry for and what they're sacrificing what they're giving up because i feel like we're all giving up something to achieve more and if you're not giving up something to achieve more then maybe you need to look you know around you and see what are what are the things that are holding you back from doing what you're supposed to be doing in this world we all have a purpose and the main purpose of listening to me speak and hearing other people speak is to hopefully inspire you to dig deeper into yourself and to figure out the things that you need to figure out in your personal life because at the end of the day this show is dedicated to self and togetherness and going through life and i want to say this again um self meeting who you are as an individual what are your needs are you self-aware are you aware of who you are as an individual do you know your worth do you know what you can give to this world do you know your gifts do you know your talents be as an individual aspect, be you. Understand yourself, love yourself, educate yourself, learn, grow, change, but make sure you are doing this for you as an individual. And then we have togetherness. <laughs> and togetherness is bringing people along on your adventure and your journey through life. It's helping others figure out what they need to do to achieve, you know, deeper roots within them it's bringing people along so because you know when one person eats we all eat and if you want your crew squad your close friends whatever you want to call them to succeed then you want to have to help them and put them on a pedestal for them to succeed this is what i've been preaching since day one it's something i'm very passionate about that's why i bring people on the show who i know are hungry who are no want to be better in life and capable and who people who are figuring out how to be capable and better themselves in lives and i just think it's very important if we look at the individual aspect and understand our fundamentals as human beings because we have a lot to offer and if we just push over those barriers that society has placed upon us i think we all can go after one of some of our most wildest and most insane dreams because we we must dream high we must try to achieve high and if we don't try to achieve high then is life really worth living is is even life worth living that's the question we have to ask ourselves daily and i remember me going into a job interview recently 
And the interview went so well. She thought I practiced it. I, I didn't practice the interview, obviously. I'm, I, it just flows out of me. This stuff just flows out of me. And one of the things she asked me was, what motivates you? And I said, you know what motivates me the most is watching people around me not go after what they're supposed to be going after. What motivates me the most is wanting to achieve more and be better and be bigger than what my life capacity has, you know, given to me. I want to expand who I am. I want to be more than what people think I am. Because as I always say, as individuals, as human beings, we are always evolving. We are always changing. And it's up to us to continue that notion of change. We cannot stay stagnant. We can't just stay in one place and think this is it. This is our world. No. We are always evolving. We have to. We must. We are human beings. We we have the most intelligent minds there is known to man. We are among the most amazing species to walk this earth, in my opinion. And so if God created us for us to live life on this earth and obviously to reproduce life and to create more life, then it's up to us. Because I know God gave us all gifts, so it's up to us to find those gifts, acknowledge those gifts, find and then explore them and give to others. And if we can just learn that structure, man, I would love to see this world from 10 years from now if the younger kids in our generation are growing up and learning that skill that mindset because it even goes back to a confidence thing are you confident in yourself enough to push yourself to do better or are you just going to stay the way you are because change is always good change is always good for the right reasons obviously we don't want no way to change you know to make someone want you or this and that and third but if you, but like I said before, if you're constantly, I guess, the problem or you have to look at yourself sometimes and figure out is do I need to change some of my habits to get a better end result? And this can go vice versa. You can even change some of your good habits to even go and gain better habits. It's all vice versa. It's all, you know, individual perspective. So in today's show, I wanted to talk to somebody who has a similar passion of mine with poetry, who understands the work ethic, who is our age, around the young adult age, who's figuring things out in life, who I can say I can trust now. I respect this individual now because they establish that sense of mindfulness that I've been looking at individuals and and I always try to you know, gravitate towards these type of individuals. And I wish everyone should try to be, or at least gravitate towards these people and have these type of people in their inner circle. Someone who can challenge them. Someone that they benefit as well as that you benefit them. Because we don't, we don't believe on this podcast. We don't believe in one-sided relationships. We believe in the two-sided relationships where you give, I give, you take, you take. It's a 50-50 situation. As long as the love the communication, the joy, you know, the eagerness is being reciprocated on this show, on this podcast, on Juicebox Chronicles, we are good. And that's the main focus. So I hope you enjoyed this lovely conversation I had. And 
special shout out to Kafar. Thank you for being on the show once again. It's always a pleasure to meet new people and to have them experience my audience and the people listening out here. I hope you can learn something from him as I just did while having a conversation with him. So this is once again episode 19, Young and Ambitions. Hello? Yeah. Hello, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Can you like pronounce your name for me? Oh, um, well, my real name is Kyron, but my alias is Kafar Myers. Okay. So if you want to address me by either one, it doesn't matter. Kyron or Kafar Myers or Kafar. Okay. Which one do you prefer? Um, I prefer Kafar. Okay. I'm going to call you Kafar. Okay, so, like I said before, give me three words that describe you. Three words that describe me is spontaneous, limitless, and compassionate. Okay, so why limitless? Why limitless? Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't box myself in, you know. First, I started off with music. No, um, now it's expanding to poetry books. Soon I have a clothing line, you know, getting into the videographer stuff, to mm-hmm. photography. I like my hands into a lot of things, so. Right, because I get what you're saying, because it's good to, like, you know, branch off and do other things because you don't want to, like you said, limit yourself into one category. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And I just want to inspire people in, in every field that I can, in every way that I can artistically. Right. You know? So what made you, like, transition from music to poetry? Well, funny, funny story is my music came from my poetry. Like, I kind of started poet. I kind of started poetry without knowing. Right. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm, It does. In, like, ninth grade, grade, I just would write um, soliloquies, I guess you could say. In school, because I didn't really have too many friends, and I feel like a lot of people didn't understand me. So what I would do is, I would just write. I just would write away, and mm-hmm. then that is what got me into music. It got me. It made music a little easier for me because I already had the base. I already had the wording, the structure. So as I got older, I just say, you know what? Most of my songs are already kind of like poems. Right. I think it's the book out. Around that time, I wasn't working either. You know, I was like three months off work, and I said, I can't sit around here doing nothing. And then I saw that this book called Milk and Honey was yes. like making so much money. Yeah. It was making so much money. She was so famous. And I said, You know what? Let me try it. Let me just try to make a book. Because around my area and then in my family, nobody made a book. I don't know anybody personally that made a book. So, yeah. It, I made a poetry book off the intentions of I already knew poetry. Mm-hmm. I was already familiar with it. I just wasn't as, when I was young, I just wasn't as uh, confident in my work. But as I grew older, the confidence came. Now, I agree with you because um, for me, when I used to write when I was younger a lot, but like recently, you know, I start developing my writing craft with poetry and like even writing right. novels and stuff. And to like, like you said. Yeah, that's- Right? <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Novels, nah, that's a different story. From novels? Novels, that's, nah, I like that's to even write. harder. That, yeah, it is hard. Like, I even. wrote um, at least 
I would say like sixty five thousand words for a book. Like I wanted right. to keep you know developing the writing craft with, and then I branched off and did like you said the poetry book, the first book, and so. I think doing stuff like that to help inspire other people, it like brings like a satisfaction right. to yourself, kind of in a way. Right, right. That's amazing. Yeah. Congrats to you. <laughs> Thank you. Same to you. That's different. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't released yeah, it yet. Different. I, I'm still working on it, you know, because novels are big and you have to like. Okay. It's a long process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what made, yeah, so what made you, like, how do I say this? Like, what made you find, like, this, you can say this is, like, your purpose in life, you could say, right? Okay. So what, what, what? go ahead. No, go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, so you, you can say, I guess you would say this is, like, kind of your purpose, so what made you, like, find it? What made me find my purpose? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people don't know how to find their purpose or they're just, I don't know, going through life with the emotion, the emotions through life. But yeah. other people, like, they know this is what they need to be doing with their life. Like, this is their gift. This is what they need to do to give to others. Um, well, it started off when I was younger. I think it started off with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, preached to me since I was younger that um, I can do all things. And I don't know, like, not to boast about myself or anything, um, but since I was a kid, I just remember a lot of older people, like, telling me that I was made to do special things. Right. So I think it was the influence of what older people seen in me that made me see it in myself. You know, I remember being in fifth grade, um, reading to special ed kids, and, you know, being in fifth grade, no fifth grader is, is taking initiative to go to a kindergarten classroom and read the special ed kids and, exactly. and trying to feel happy about themselves. So honestly, I think it started off as a kid, but what made me even more secure on my purpose was honestly reading. I don't think a lot of people understand how important reading is, especially if you have no mentor. Exactly. You know, if you don't have a mentor, I think it's important for people to start reading. Like, like reading The Alchemist or reading a book called The Superior Man, it, it gave me more insight on and more confirmation on what I'm doing is the right thing, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. People, they like they don't take that investment into yourself. Like what you said, like reading. Like reading is like words. When you read written words and you can see the power that it can give to you and influence you, I don't think people understand the depth that that has, that can have on them. Right. Right, most definitely, and I think, and you know, and then when I started doing the music, my first song, people told me that they could relate, and it made them feel the same, so automatically in my mind, I was like, boom, this is this is what I'm here to do, there's no other thing I see myself doing, yes. and that's another thing, I think people, I think for those that is listening, um, when you find your purpose, there's no question about it, there's no question about your passion. You know, like yes. there's no, there's no debate on. And especially when people just give you so much affirmation, like this is what you need to be doing. This is your gift. You need to work at it more because you are, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's just a great feeling. Right, right, right. Because I remember right. for me, um, growing up, when I was younger, I was like, I wouldn't say I was a bad kid, <laughs> 
but like around third and fourth grade, you know, I had um my bad streaks, and then you know I stopped right. being so rebellious, and I transformed and stuff. And people in my school saw like the improvements and stuff, and it was like, okay, I'm going on the right path. And then everyone knows me like right. for writing and stuff. So I, like I said, I abandoned writing like for maybe half of high school. And I finally got yeah. bank- back into it my senior year and then currently now. So I totally agree with you what you're saying about how you older people are like, you know, gave you that affirmation when you were younger. And it's just, it's like signs all leading up to the yeah. big moment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, and it's absurd, you know. And I think also, though, but then it comes, but then it's kind of tricky because then it's kind of like a tricky question as well because now it's like, I feel like people can mold their um their passion i feel like if someone likes to cook mm-hmm. you know i feel like if someone picks cars i feel like you can you can mold your passion you can mold yourself into wanting to do something you know exactly like you can both you know so i feel like i feel like it's not always what someone say you should do mm-hmm. i feel like it's not like you know always somebody saying oh well you know you're really fast you should do track you know right yeah i, I feel like you mold yourself. It's based off your interests and your desires. Yeah, my, you know? yeah, and I think a lot of people right now, like especially younger people. If you don't mind, can I ask you how old are you? I'm 20 years old. You're 20? Okay. Um, I'm 19, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. What are you? <laughs> yes. So I feel like people <laughs> our age, um, I don't even think they right. understand their passion, like what they're good at, to be honest. I don't know if it's for some, right. from society and we see on social media and all these things that make us want, want, want. But I feel like people right. are very in, not in tune with who they are. So I guess it's hard for them to figure out certain things. I totally agree. I feel like, that's, I feel like that comes from a lack of guidance and yes. a lack of perspective. Especially lack of guidance because I feel like... Because I have like a lot of friends who... You know, grew up differently. Like, like um, right. they didn't get all that love and support that they like. We kids should have gotten when they were younger. So right. their, their perspective on life is different. Yeah, most definitely, and it's and it does have you know social media does have a lot to do with that. You got social media is raising kids more than their own parents. Exactly, and it's sad because you have like. For instance, like the city girls and stuff like this, like raising the younger generation, it's like, oh, exactly. we don't, we don't want them to turn out that way because that's not a good, you know, role model for them to like look at. Right, right. It's, so it's 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 a it's a you know, and I'm thinking this comes from self confidence. I don't know, I don't know the best way. I'm still trying to figure that out because I have a little brother and little sister. I don't really know the best way you can teach somebody confidence i feel like that's just something that's in you yeah it is absolutely you know i don't i don't know i don't know the exact way to to build confidence i don't think there is like a method to build you know confidence or a secret form or anything i think like you said it's just you have to reach inside your soul and understand your worth and figure it out yeah most definitely yeah so on this process of you you know becoming finding music and poetry, did you have to, like, sacrifice anything? Yeah. You did? Yeah, well, that, that, 
oh, you got to sacrifice a lot, and it, and it hurts. It hurts, mm-hmm. and it just makes you question. It just makes you question, like, is it worth it? Am I doing the right thing? Right. Like, but then it also gives you that mindset of, well, there ain't no going back. I can't fail. I got. I. I didn't lost too much. I sacrificed friendship. Um, this ain't some Illuminati stuff. What did you sacrifice? <laughs> no, nah, we. I sacrificed friendships. You know, I sacrificed relationships in terms of um, like with 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 uh, women, mm-hmm. girls. You sacrifice. You sacrifice part of part of your your life of like going out. Yes. <laughs> you know, you miss out. You miss out on the parties. You miss out on on the cookouts with your friends. You miss out on going out to eat, skating with your friends. You 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 lose a lot. You lose your sanity at one point. Okay. Yes. Like you, I remember like nights you probably like like laying in bed and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, is it worth it? Am I doing it? And then yeah, you have to like overcome. I called what happened? Nights. That's what I said those nights. That's what I call looking for a reason nights. Those, those are the looking. For, I'm gonna use you know, that. For, you know. Yeah, and then you obviously, as humans, we have we all have fears to like you know do more and achieve more. So when that fear comes in, it's like you have to push forward, push over that because you were called for a reason to do this. Not everyone's doing. Not everyone's sacrificing things to make them better in life. Right, and it is the. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, and it depends on also because I know some people who who sacrifice, you know, their comfortability. You sacrifice a lot, psychologically. You, you sacrifice your comfortability. You yes. sacrifice sleep. You sacrifice your happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, you complacency. You sacrifice a lot. And I don't think a lot of people understand. They just see, you know, these 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 famous people, and which did probably, in my opinion, probably some of them did make it overnight. But I don't believe that that's true. You know. Yeah. Probably took them a minute, like the baby. Like you had these people who was grinding for a minute, and then it's finally their time. Exactly. You know, but a lot of people that made it, they'll sit there and tell you, "We've been doing this for a long time. You guys just catching on." <laughs> yeah, because they're saying what you see, what you see on social media is all the happy stuff. You don't see the bad days. You don't see the process that they took that, for them to get true. there. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And I think I need to start posting more of my failures, more than my success too, as well. Yeah, like I like I, I wanna make like I wanna make it known like yeah, I'm human too. I have my bad days. This is all not, you know, sunshines and roses. I have my bad days as well, just like everyone else does. Right. But like you just can't stay down for too long. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think people like get that, you know, misconstrued that once you you know have a feeling in your life you just stay down you stay with it no you have to like push over you keep going forward it takes time to you know find a balance but it's worth it well definitely i see everybody who made it they always said that they had to sell it it's just it's just a recipe you know it's mm-hmm. a it's a hidden recipe that people understand failures you should be happy that you fell as weird as that sounds <laughs> right <laughs> yeah as weird as it sounds so weird. It sounds weird. But I think it's the truth, to be honest. And it, I think in all perspective, it all comes back to even being disciplined in what you want to do in your life as well. Yeah, 
discipline. Yeah, discipline is important. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you master discipline, like I say, if you're trying to lose weight, if you master discipline losing weight, I think it will pour over into anything else you're trying to do because you already disciplined yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you already disciplined yourself. That's definitely one of the most important things, trying to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, discipline. I think once you master discipline, I, your life is going to, like, things will become a little easier. Not, you know, way easier, but it'll come easier to you. Right, right, right. Well, definitely, I agree. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, I remember you telling me that you're working on your second poetry book. Yeah, it's gonna be so. My first poetry book is called "So Full of Me," mm-hmm. which is available on Amazon.com, com, and I and I personally sell out copies myself through people who reach me through the uh, DM mm-hmm. or met through Twitter or Facebook. Um, but my second book is gonna be called "So Full of More," but I'm mm-hmm. making two different comps. I'm making a regular um, edition, and I'm making a deluxe edition for those who like really want to support the movement one book the first book the regular edition is going to have 63 poems okay and a book edition is going to have 100 poems oh wow oh that's a lot yeah. of writing <laughs> are you ready for yeah, it are you excited <laughs> yeah i'm most definitely excited i'm a little nervous because what i'm doing is, is this book that i read um and you know r.i.p the nipsey hustle yes but you know, I admire the fact that he sold his mixtape for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing in terms of myself, I'm either gonna sell the deluxe edition for like eighty through a hundred dollars, and the and the regular edition is gonna be the same. It's gonna be like twenty or fifteen dollars. You know, good. so so it's kind of like I'm just stepping on faith. I'm I'm taking faith by the neck and choking it, <laughs> <laughs> and you know. And seeing if I could sell the book for like eighty through a hundred dollars. I feel like if people really support you, they would, they'll buy it. Especially, I think so. And it's good work. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great work. It's, it's like it's, it has this because my my writing style has changed from my first book. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more more aware in terms of like I talk about like the decay of ego mm-hmm. in my new poet book. You know how becoming. How I became one with isolation. How, how, you know, um, what the hood didn't teach the young men, what the block doesn't teach the young men. I feel like I'm just more politically aware, right, in this book. So that's uh, why, it's, and that's another reason why it's called So Full of More because mm-hmm. it has way more, more substance yeah. content than just the perspective of me. You know, so it fit, it fit, and I'm, I'm excited about it because it, it, it just adds, it just makes so much sense, you know? Yes. It fits. So how long ago was your first poetry book? Uh, Close to a year ago. My first book dropped March 27th, oh, wow. I believe. Uh-huh. But close to it, it's, it's like a year and a couple months. So yeah, I can see why the second book would be so full of more. Yeah, you learn more over the year and everything. It's impressive. It just fit. I don't. I don't know how the idea came. It just so full of more, so full. It just fit. It just sounds cohesive. It does. No. <laughs> it really does. You know? And then, um, are you working on new music? Yeah. So I dropped the tape in February, mm-hmm. which is available Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Title, Google Play, every Pandora, iHeartRadio, everywhere. It's called Testimony. Okay. Um, 
it had 10 songs on there which was and then it, it it came it turned out to be way more popular than i expected it to be you know mm-hmm. i'm still shooting visual for it because my goal was to shoot because it's 10 songs on there so i think i shot five videos for the songs five songs off the tape mm-hmm. um Two of them I still didn't drop yet. I just recently shot, but I'm about to drop one. Cause the song's called X's and Doves. That's like the most popular song on the tape. Like I'm just naming a bunch of girls that I had, um, that like I was cool with or I had a relationship with or that I had just spoken to over the time. And when I mean speak, I don't mean like talk talk in terms of like dating. Like mm-hmm. you just have fun, you know. Right. So when people hear the song, when people hear the song, like oh my god, you're a player. You're named, I named about 17 girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't about so when people hear it, they're like, "Oh my God, you're a player!" You're like, a player. no, I'm, I'm 20 years old. Right. I'm 20 years old. You know, um, and this is just women I spoke to in a, in a past course three, two years. You know, I mean, it wasn't all of them as weird as that sound. Trust me, I'm not a player. Trust me. <laughs> but you know, you just, you just, I'm a social butterfly. There I'm like you go. You just That's, talk to a lot of people. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, and I feel like for me as a creative, conversations are important because yes. for me, it's not abuse. It's kind of like content. Mm-hmm. Like you it use what you like, you like got from them. You use it for your, like your words and your music and stuff. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's the most popular song. The tape. I think the tape is at twenty thousand streams. Oh wow! If I'm mistaken, it's at like twenty thousand streams, and it's just like. I guess word to mouth promo and self promo yeah. through media. I haven't really. Cause I know my book got um has been posted on like blogs, you know, got written reviews. Mm-hmm. But my music has. I don't. I haven't shot my music out to that point yet. But I'm definitely working on another project. I'm just debating if I want to put seven songs or five songs on the project. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. That, but another project is in the works. Ooh, I love it. I love the um. The passion behind your work and the motivation you have for yourself to keep pushing forward—it's amazing. Right, I appreciate that. Same to you. Same to you. I mean, you're 19, doing a podcast, working on novels. You know that yourself too. So <laughs> thank you. you know, so, you have any like final advice for anybody who's listening, who wants to do something with their life, who wants to better their life, and become, you know, more self-aware of who they are. Right. Yeah, I got a lot of advice, but I'm going to try to keep it as short as I can. So, number one, um, handle disappointment and make it to something productive. You know, I feel like, for me personally, disappointment, at one point in time, I wasn't able to handle it. It just would break me down. Like, ah, uh, right. you know, my friend did this to me. My friend turned it back with me. And my friend, or, you know, my family, this, that, and third. It's like, everybody wants to blame Others. somebody for mm-hmm. they're not doing something everyone everyone wants to blame like take that initiative and and take it to the chin you know make your this make your disappointments and make that be the reason now that you're going so hard in basketball or you're going so hard in journal writing or you're going so hard in, in photography you know make make all of that pain that you have all of that sorrow and make it into something positive exactly you know I yes i agree um and last and last thing last thing is stop letting others especially and I and I wish I learned this a little earlier 
stop letting people that's not in your field give you so much advice on how to do it. Mm. You know, if you, you can't you can't have, for example, you you can't have someone that's not into podcasts tell you how to run your podcast. They have no no familiar sense into your field. But exactly. yeah, it's always the people that don't do it that's gonna tell you how to do it. You're gonna have always people that doesn't make music that's gonna tell you how to make your music. They don't understand what goes into it. They don't understand, oh, why don't you do this? Well, bro, that costs about five hundred dollars to do. You know, so yes. stop letting people that's not and not stop letting people that's not in y'all field tell y'all how to do things. Try to find a mentor that's in your field because they'll help you um avoid a lot of mistakes. Yes, and achieve more. You know? Yeah. So that's important because there's always people that's not doing what you're doing that's going to tell you how to do it, especially the older people that's not from our generation that don't understand. Honestly, you don't even need to work no more. You really don't. You know, you don't, yeah. need, you don't need to work no more. You don't need to go to college, depending on what you want to do, mm-hmm. you know. So that, that's what I'm going to leave the, the people there with because I feel like those two are, are important. And they I are. wish I knew a little early, you know. Yeah. I mean, and I thank you for having Go ahead. And there you have it, folks. You just listened to episode 19, Young and Ambitious. Once again, shout out to Kafar for being on the show. And as always, if you learned something from him, let me know what you thought about the episode. Give me some insights. Feel free to contact me on Instagram and Snapchat or Twitter or Facebook at Juicebox Chronicles, the podcast. It's always been a pleasure, and I will see you all next Sunday.